0: AM 1170, The Answer. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by
1: Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Dynamite! Here she is, Andrea K.
2: Ding, ding, ding. Good evening. Happy Friday. TGIF to everybody out there. It is Friday fun day here on the Andrea Kay Show. And I, I hope you always find it fun to be here because I got to tell you, I am tickled every time I get a chance to be here and share this hour with you, uh, to everybody out there fighting it on the roads. Uh, Welcome. Welcome to everybody listening and watching on Facebook Live and commenting there. And uh to our buddy, DJ Carrot Sticks, who's off in Vegas on Friday having fun. We love you. We can't wait to see you till you get back. In the meantime, we've got another one in here who has denied my donuts. And we and we're welcoming welcoming him tonight because he is the grease that's keeping the wheels going tonight on the Andrea K show and it is DJ Radish. She replaced you, dear, with this lovely
0: radish. <laughs> radish. It's quiet, polite, and frankly and does better kung fu.
2: Oh <laughs> He thinks he does better kung fu than DJ Carrot sticks. We'll have to see. Maybe these two will have to fight it back fight it out when they get back. Anyway, hopefully, uh, DJ Carrot Sticks, if you happen to be listening, we do love you. Um, It's Friday, and what a great day it is. It's the beginning of the weekend, which is super fun. We had the House Intel Report come out today. We've got incredible success happening in the world in terms of our foreign policy. This truly is a phenomenal day For this country, actually, the only thing I would have to say that puts a little bit of a cloud over it for me is that when it comes to this House Intel report, Friday is typically the day of a Friday news dump day in which that's typically the day you release the bad news. That's when you kind of slide it under on Friday afternoon as people are getting in their cars ready to hit the rush hour traffic home. That's when you release the bad news. That's not when you come out with a report that proves that after a year and a half that the left, the Democrats, have launched a witch hunt that was based on nothing, and the fact that it was based on nothing, that there was no probable cause, is a crime in and of itself. And then we find out on top of the fact that it proves that there was no collusion or coordination or any of the C words that you want to put with uh, the allegations against President Trump. And oh, by the way, as Comey was forced to admit in one of the real uh, interviews in which he submitted to, and in fact, I think it was a town hall in which it was a young person who asked the question. He had to admit The collusion, by the way, isn't even a crime. But then on top of it, this House Intel report today, what did we find out? That Jim Clapper, who was the director of national intelligence, that he lied before Congress when he said that he hadn't leaked anything to the media. Lied before Congress in the House Intelligence report today. Let me tell you, you or I go before Congress under oath and we lie, what's going to happen? I need to have DJ Radish, I can never remember who it was, who was the baseball player who went before Congress to just try, try to be a good guy, got under oath, under the steroids, which I still can't understand why, you know, we have the government, uh, you know, getting, sticking their nose in whether or not some baseball players are taking steroids or not. But anyway, he ended up having to hire some defense attorneys, and I think he might have ended up getting six months in the pokey that for was
1: it. Roger Clemens.
2: Was it Roger Clemens? Yeah. yeah. I mean, so the director of national intelligence, and on top of it, who did he leak to? His current employer, CNN, by the way. And every bit of this was a part of a setup. We have evidence now. The Republican Party has evidence that the the Obama administration used the FBI and the Department of Justice and his intelligence community and his highest law enforcement agency in the land in order to illegally spy on the opposition party candidate and launch a criminal and malicious criminal investigation that was based on nothing but a violation of 4th amendment rights and the Republican party they aren't they should have on mass come out yesterday not on Friday and been on the steps of Capitol Hill screaming about this and demanding that Jeff Sessions do his job now i know that he did not recuse himself from the Cohen investigation but that is just that's just small that's just small fry for this as we talked about with Daniel Greenfield on the show last night, we, the House Intel report, it's 200 pages. I'm going to try to read it over the weekend. But from what I understand, it didn't mention anything like we talked about with Daniel Greenfield last night, which shows that this is worse than Watergate. The uh, Susan Rice, her involvement, Samantha Powers. Why is the ambassador from the U.N. Why was she unmasking American citizens to the daily? I think it was over 100 American citizens. Why they had some big powwow in the White House on the day of inauguration? Why did Obama, as he was leaving the presidency, change the rules in terms of sharing information among agencies? Open it up wide up as he was leaving. Every bit of this was a setup in order to interfere in in, in a presidential election in the United States of America in order, including Comey. Because if you listen to what Comey has said multiple times, he made his decisions under the expectation that Hillary Clinton would be president. So the entire thing was about setting her up, covering up for her crimes, and aiding and abetting her becoming president, and then having an insurance policy to to unseat a free and fairly elected president of the United States. And we have proof of it. And the Republicans aren't talking about that today. What are they out there talking about? What are the Republicans talking about today? You know, I, I, I got to give a hat tip. I'm usually really hard on Jim Comey. But I do have to say that he's he's basically the only one that I've heard who's been out there saying that Jim Comey, you know, committed crimes with his leaking. Uh, hopefully I'm gonna get but then but then he kinda whitewa then he kinda backtracks a little bit. He he uh, Gowdy likes to. Former prosecutor likes to throw the word "if" out there, and he likes to say, "Well, if this, then that, or whatever." Well, you know, is it a crime or is it not? I've got a former assistant director of the FBI's criminal unit, John Hosko, is going to be on the show coming up, and and I'm hoping he's going to answer for me once and for all whether or not Comey, what crimes Comey committed, and whether or not he thinks the self-described non-weasel is going to be able to weasel his way out of it, and will Jim Clapper weasel his way out of it? Mike Flynn, Manafort. Scooter Libby, Clemens, uh, Martha Stewart. I mean, how many people have been convicted and tossed into jail for lying to investigators? I want Clapper behind bars. I want him indicted. I want him arrested and indicted. I want his home and his attorney's home. I want them, their homes raided in the middle of the night. This is absolutely uh, astounding. Um, So we're going to talk to John Hosco about that. Now, coming up a little later on the show, the bottom half of the hour, stay tuned because one of my favorite guests, Pastor Daryl Scott, is going to be here because it's really curious to me. Everybody's still talking about Kanye West. Well, Kanye ain't the first African-American high-profile person to say you can think for yourself and be independent. So what is it about Kanye West and Candace Owens? Why has that unleashed such a firestorm. Why are they so scared right now? And I think it's because there's some successes going on, but I'm going to pose that question to Pastor Daryl Scott, whose name was actually mentioned on the five today. But there's also something amazing that's, that's happening today. And that is that, um, the, I don't know if, I guess they're now called Korea. I don't know if they're called no, so, or so co or, or how, you know, because we've been talking about no for a while, right? Um, so they, you know, last night something absolutely extraordinary happened, and that is that for the first time in something like sixty-five years or something, um, Pillsbury Doughboy is that what is that what um, Rush Limbaugh calls Kim Jong Un? Well, Kim walks across the border into South Korea, and today and last night everybody's like, well, what does this really mean? We don't know. Well, I tell you one thing that it means, and if you ask the leaders of South Korea, they said that this is the summit. And the coming together of these two nations, and according to them, this is what their declaration said, the two leaders declare before our people of 80 million and the entire world that there will be no more war on the Korean peninsula and a new age of peace has begun and one of the leaders of south korea said this is absolutely to president trump's credit that his rhetoric the same rhetoric that caused such hysteria on the part of the left because we hadn't heard anything like this before this is unprecedented and you even had republicans talking about oh my gosh this guy's unhinged he's getting us into the third you know third world war and it's going to be nuclear but his rhetoric was exactly what we needed and exactly what these leaders needed they're bullies they don't respect somebody that doesn't punch them back and good grief. I mean, you, you, we had all the sucking up for decades now on the part of the Clinton administration with Jimmy Carter on the part of the W and on power of Obama, and it didn't work. Well, why not have somebody start talking about his button being bigger than somebody else's button? And then you got the sanctions, and here we are. Even Lindsey Graham had to give Trump some credit and say, you know what? It, it's time to start seriously considering President Trump for the Nobel Peace, Peace Prize. I don't know that it matters because once it was given to Obama, it had absolutely no credibility. The Nobel Peace, Peace Prize right now has as much credibility as Comey's book. Now, we're going to take a break. Speaking of Comey, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we've got John Hosko who's going to be here. And like I said, he's the former assistant director of the FBI's criminal unit. I got a couple questions for him. Is Comey, What crimes has Comey committed, if any? Because maybe I'm wrong. Is he going to be able to weasel out of it? And really, how far... Does the deep state go? Is it really just the leadership or does it also involve the rank and file? I don't know. Andrea K Show coming up. Don't go anywhere.
3: Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay,
4: spelled K-A-Y-E. We have a new home loan program for the self-employed borrower. You need to hear this. Hi, I'm Chris Tyler, self-employed mortgage specialist at
3: Right Choice Mortgage. Being self-employed myself, I know how difficult it is to get a home loan, so we came up with a solution. Instead of using your tax returns or W-2s to get approved, we'll use your personal or business bank statements and use your deposits as income. No P&Ls required. This self-employed mortgage program will help you get a bigger loan at a better rate. Call now, 855 464 4774. This is not hard money. Rates are in the threes and fours. 855 464 4774. So if you're self employed and want to buy a house, get cash out, or just lower your payment, call me now, Chris Tyler. 855 464 4774. That's 855 464 4774. Licensed by the BRE 01943736 and NMLS 1132583, an equal opportunity lender
6: Do you have sleep apnea? Are you tired of dragging your big bulky CPAP device with you whenever you leave home? Yeah, well I was too. That's why I'm so glad I called to try the Transcend Mini CPAP for 10 nights. I can't imagine living without it now. My Transcend is about as small as a soda can and weighs less than a pound. That's less hassle to carry than my shaving kit. Plus I was able to add a battery pack that's as tiny as a deck of cards. But hey, that's not all. Transcend is FAA compliant, too, which means I can finally sleep comfortably while flying. Heck, I can sleep comfortably anywhere now. So if that all sounds good to you, call now to give Transcend a try. You'll be glad you did.
5: Now you can try Transcend and sleep comfortably for 10 restful nights with a money-back guarantee. So call minicpap.com now. 1-800-915-2344. Again, that's 1-800-915-2344.
2: 1-800-915-2344. 1-800-915-2344.
0: AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego.
3: You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer. 888 344 that's
2: eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. 344 1170 If you want to chime in on the show tonight, I am Andrea K. Dynamite and address... Enjoying this Friday fun day. Just enjoying the gnaw boning and the gnashing of the teeth that's happening on uh, the CNN screen I've got here in the studios because they are just besides themselves with this House Intel report. Joining me now to talk about all this, and especially Comey, the non-weasel weasel, is Ron Hosko. Now, Ron is president of the Law Enforcement Legal Defense Fund and former assistant director of FBI's Criminal Division. I would say that Ron knows whether or not Comey is going to weasel his way out of things. Hi, Ron. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show.
8: Hey, it's good to be with you tonight.
2: Thank you. Okay, so Comey has been going around on his, you know, equivalent of Hillary's What Happened Tour um, with a book that with the, the title alone is as hypocritical and deceitful as his interviews. And he's been going around telling people that um, he didn't leak because these memos were really more diary entries. And that um, they really weren't work product, although at the time when he used them in order to push for a special prosecutor, he actually declared that they work pro- were work product and that was supposedly what gave them the validity to justify them being of such importance that they were not just a record of his memory or whatever, that they were so valid that they could be counted on as work product and, and were a critical piece of evidence against President Trump. You as the former assistant director of FBI's criminal unit, did he leak or not?
8: Well, I think that uh, it depends on on if you're looking at a common sense uh, meaning of leak. Uh, In that case, I think um, probably reasonable minds would say yes. If you're talking about something that would be prosecuted because it was sensitive information, passed to someone who wasn't authorized to receive it, um, I I would be very, very surprised if DOJ would, you know, realistically contemplate this for prosecution based on what we know today, which is, uh, you know, confidential conversation between him and the president, yes, but uh, classified, leaked in the traditional sense, prosecutable, I would say no
2: even though they were marked classified, there was classified information that had to be redacted?
8: Yeah, I think that um, it's it certainly, you know, the facts matter and, and it would, the specifics of what he gave to his friend to, to pass on to the media, I think are going to be critically important. Um, he is insisting that none of that was classified, wasn't even confidential. Certainly it was, you know, you would think it was a, a confidential conversation between two people, two, two private people. So I think, it, you know, is the, you could see, I assume you saw the the Brett Baer interview last night. I thought Brett did a great job uh, asking Jim Comey questions. You could see how uncomfortable the, the former director was in responding to that. Um, and, and Brett, uh, I think, appropriately challenged him on it you know, for, here's the troubling part in my estimation as a former agent. Um, Look, I, I think Jim Comey was, he struggled with very difficult decisions in 2016. Certainly people on both sides were lined up against him in the way he made those decisions. But when it came out later that he had passed this information on to a friend with the purpose of providing it to the New York Times, I'll tell you, you know the the support that he had from former and probably a lot of current agents like myself. I'm a former. Um, started to slip away very quickly because it felt it felt like a leak. It, it has it has the touch and smell and look of a leak, and that is not in our culture. It's not what we. Are taught to do. In fact, we're threatened that that if we do something like that, you can expect to be fired. You can expect to be disciplined.
2: Yeah. So, what's the difference um, between what Jim Comey did and what Andrew McCabe did, for which he was fired, and now he's been recommended for charges?
8: Well, I, I don't know that it's that it's that great. You know, it's uh, I read that that report as well, um, and and very disappointing because the inspector general makes a, a very compelling case that Andy did that intentionally. He, he set two people about giving uh, sensitive information to, um, in that case, the wall street journal and, and then conveniently forgot about it or, or denied that it had happened that way. And he did it several times um, despite what was clear evidence and, and was disciplined for it. You know, agents face that sort of discipline
2: well, they should. Lack because, of candor, right? Because you know, right now there is absolutely zero credibility right now with the FBI. And I actually changed the channel with Brett Bear last night because he let him get away with a lie in his first answer. Because he says to Brett Bear when Brett Bear asks him about, well, why you know you you writing a letter of exoneration in May before you've even interviewed your top witness. And he says, well, you know, we did, I started writing that letter because, you know, my, all these investigators had read all these, uh, all her emails and I would have interrupted right then and said, no, they didn't. Because she, while um, under subpoena and since, you know, it, and I don't care whether or not she says there were personal records or whatever, she, all of her records were under subpoena and she deleted 33,000 of them and had her server bleach bit. That's a crime. Those are felonies. So right then and there Comey lied, and Brett Baer didn't call him out on that. And I maybe I should have continued to listen because I understand that he was squirming. Um, but to me, I, one of the things that I don't want to hear from anybody in the FBI is that there's tough decisions to be made because of the name of somebody that they're investigating. I don't care what somebody's name is. I don't care what position they have in this country because, you know what, the government do not care what my name is. And I got a family member that had the jackboot of tyranny of this government on it strictly because the U.S. attorney wanted to make a political name for himself. And I don't know so, how the FBI is going to restore its credibility as long as there's two sets of laws going on in this country where a Mike Flynn can be can have to put his house up on the market to try to cover his legal expenses because he supposedly has been lied. But Jim Clapper and Comey and Hillary Clinton and Cheryl Mills and all these other people can lie and have immunity and get to walk clear from it that that can't continue to exist and have the FBI have any credibility, John.
8: Ron, it's oh, Ron, uh, sorry about that. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Listen, you know the the FBI has taken some hits because of some some top level decisions that had occurred, um, and that's actually the most disappointing part of this, in my estimation, is uh, not only not only McCabe, not only uh, Jim Comey, and, and the timing of his book and the content of of, uh, of his book, but the the uh, Peter Strzok and Lisa Page. Uh, drama we, is going to continue. We're going to hear more from the inspector general on that. And my fear is, is as you are suggesting, the damage to the FBI writ large. And I'll tell you, there's there's 35,000 great Americans out there who are sacrificing much for this country every day. And that that's my concern, is do these uh, political con- considerations and activities and commentaries and Uh, books and and revelations impact trust and confidence in the organization. And I hope that it doesn't.
2: Uh, Yeah, because you know what? The American people, when they chanted lock her up, it wasn't meaningless and it wasn't just specific to Hillary Clinton. It was about the fact that it became clear to the American people that there were two sets of laws, that the American people out here, the taxpayers paying for this government, we are held to the laws of the land. And we could see that From a variety of different standpoints, we had some high-level officials in this government that were getting away with crimes. We would not be allowed to destroy evidence that was under subpoena by the government and get away with it. We would not be allowed to um, be under oath. We wouldn't actually be allowed to be investigated and be interrogated by the FBI without being put under oath. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be allowed to have my assistant who happens to be a comma JD, an attorney, be able to suddenly claim attorney client privilege in order to be able to sit in on a meeting and then be granted immunity and be allowed to destroy my Blackberry and destroy evidence. All that kind of stuff is what happened with Comey. Meanwhile, people like Christian Saucier, who had six photos on his phone, was, you know, spent a year in prison. So, you know, th- you know, there's got to be a restoration. My last question for you is that's gotten to where the American people are wondering down into the rank and file how deep it goes. Is it just the leadership of people like Strzok and Page and Comey and others? Or does it seep down in- into the rank and file? How far does it go? Well,
8: if there look, is yeah, you have to realize that the FBI does very little um, prosecuting unilaterally. Right. You need a prosecutor. So you need okay. folks from the U.S. Attorney's offices, from the Department of Justice in some cases, on your team to move these cases forward. Um, You you have congressional oversight. You have an inspector general who's looking for internal misconduct and missteps and is willing to uh, criticize very loudly. So I think there's lots of oversight, and there should be, because the FBI is a powerful organization. It has uh, a lot of authority. That, you know, to include the authority to, uh, you know, put somebody in handcuffs and lock them up for a very long period of time. So they should have that sort of oversight. I don't think there is corruption uh, broadly in the organization. I think there's plenty of oversight. I think there's uh, thousands of good men and women doing the hard work of uh, keeping America safe every day. And we ought to be thanking them for
2: it. Well, yeah, I'm with you there. You know, um, I don't have any family member that's ever been in the FBI, but I've got cousins that have been in ATF and Secret Service and you know police departments in in pretty much every every area but the FBI. Um, so you know, I have I have great respect for law enforcement, and that's when we and, and most of the American people do, and that's when they're they you know you know we tr- we have to and we have to put as the American citizens our trust in these agencies, and once it's broken, it's hard to get it back. You know, absolutely and, right. Absolutely yeah. right. And you know, and and there have been other pundits that have said that the only way that any credibility can be restored is if Jim Comey is indicted. So you know, I don't, I don't know that that's ever going to happen. Final question for you. And you know, I, I, with complete sincerity, I've questioned how Jim Comey, a man who admits that he hid behind curtains in the Oval Office, wrote wrote in his book that he had tears in his eyes in a conversation with Obama. Some of the comments he's made literally have me questioning his mental makeup. You know, I, I, I you're laughing, but I'm like serious, Ron.
6: I mean,
8: <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I, I had the opportunity to work with Jim Comey and uh, with Bob Mueller before him, uh, with Jim Comey though, for about eight months. And I saw a man who was a serious minded, experienced, Uh, prosecutor who was a thoughtful boss who uh, had this uh, very personal touch that was uh, embraced by the agents by the workforce Uh, he was really beloved in his first couple of years in the organization and you know I thought it was a wonderful honeymoon but then you know with any director things are going to get tough you're going to have to make the very difficult decisions you're going to be challenged you're going to be criticized And things got tough very fast for Jim Comey and and started to go downhill, not just for him, but for trust in the organization. And it's very difficult, uh, very disappointing to see. As someone who loves the organization, I spent 30 years there, Yeah, very, very difficult to see.
2: Yeah, it's got to be. You know, I I, I just I I, I, maybe it's this fantasy, you know, that we have, especially women. I'm just going to say it, you know, of like the G-men, you know, being these tough guys. But I just don't want to hear Ron about the FBI director talking about being nauseous, you know, and crying (laughs) on the job. Just like I didn't want to see John Boehner when he was crying on the job, when he was Speaker of the House. I was like, stop, you know, come (laughs) on, man. No, toughen up. So well, I thank you so much for being here. Thank you for taking some tough questions. This is this is a very serious you know moment for America because we do it love our, our we do love our FBI and we we want to have that faith uh, put back in them. So thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it good talking to you tonight you sure too alright now stay tuned because we're going to shift gears we're going to talk about Kanye West and what's happening there one of my favorite guests Pastor Daryl Scott's going to be here he was actually talked about today on the 5 because Candace Owens was on, on today and I just thought she knocked it out the park so stay tuned we're going to talk a little bit about Kanye West and the awakening movement when we come back 888-344-1170 though if you want to chime in
3: Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea Kay,
4: spelled K A Y E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858 792 3444.
5: The
2: number one myth with a reverse mortgage is that you can't keep your home. Hi, I'm Michelle Cole, and I'm here to tell you that is absolutely false. You can keep and stay in the home you love with better cash flow and maintain the lifestyle of your choice.
3: Sun Garden Terrace, license number 374-603-437. Keith
5: needed a little help with meals and housework, but his beloved wife, Cecilia, suffers from Alzheimer's, so Keith found the perfect place where they could both get the level of care they needed, but still be together at Sun Garden Terrace Retirement Community in Lemon Grove.
8: Sun Garden Terrace has a place for people that have Alzheimer's. At night, I always have her in there in case she has a problem. I have a bedroom upstairs from her. If she were in my bedroom, there's always a cord on the wall you pull if you got a problem.
5: Keith still keeps fit.
8: The Exercise is really good exercise. It's not just flimsy exercise. You really feel it.
5: And he knows Cecilia is always safe.
8: The best thing is the number of caregivers they have here. You don't have to search for one when you need one.
5: Keith and Cecilia still together after 48 years at Sun Garden Terrace, where there's such a lot of living to do. To schedule your private tour and delicious lunch, visit sungardenterrace.com or call 619-464-CARE. That's 619-464-CARE.
1: Imagine you are the breadwinner of your family, working six days a week. You have three kids who work hard in school. You live in a small apartment, making just enough money to get by. Then the rent goes up. You just spent your entire savings repairing your car so you can get to work. This is the reality of many in San Diego. Every day they walk a tightrope trying to provide stability for their families. For 30 years, Habitat for Humanity has been putting God's love into action by helping families build and buy their very own affordable homes right here in San Diego County. Habitat homeowners invest hundreds of hours of sweat equity to help build their homes. They make affordable mortgage payments that are used to build more homes for more families. When a family has a safe home they can afford, it creates stability that is felt for generations. With your help, future Habitat homeowners can build a better life for themselves and their families. Visit sandiegohabitat.org to learn more.
5: Sacrifice. When you have children, sacrifice just comes with the territory. You sacrifice a new outfit for a new baseball glove. You sacrifice a romantic getaway for a summer missions trip. You sacrifice because you love your child and you want them to have every advantage. Let us help you lessen the sacrifice it takes to send your child to the finest private school in San Diego by half. That's right. When you go to am1170theanswer.com, you'll find half off tuitions for schools ranging from preschool all the way to high school. And you won't have to sacrifice hours in the car either. Our partner schools are located throughout San Diego County. Chances are there's one near you. You want the best for your child. And here at AM 1170 The Answer, we're ready to help with half-off tuitions to private
3: schools. Explore your options with schools like City Tree Christian School, Christian Unified Schools of San Diego, and Heartland Christian Homeschool Center. Visit AM 1170 The Answer or call 844-800-5757, 844-800-5757, or am1170theanswer.com am 1170 the answer you're listening to the andrea k show on am 1170 the answer
2: welcome back to the andrea k show it's friday fun day here 888-344-1170 if you would like to be a part of the show and it's always fun for me to have my next guest on here and i can't think of a better more fun day to have him on because everybody is just the left they are just hysterical over kanye west and Candace Owens. Joining me now is Pastor Daryl Scott. Hi, Pastor. Welcome back to the show.
9: Hey, thank you for having me today. Always good to be here.
2: Well, thank you. Um, you know, um, you, Ben Carson, uh, Herman Cain, Larry Elder, who's one of my all-time favorite people in media, you guys have been at the forefront of telling people that they should think independently and that they don't have to vote Democrat for a long time. Why do you, And y'all have taken your heat for that, by the way, some serious heat. But why do you think it is that this young woman that nobody even heard of before and and Kanye West, they decide to start saying some similar things like that, and it's just become a huge explosive controversy?
9: Well, you know, uh, his acknowledgement of Candace, and Candace is a a great young lady, uh, very intelligent, very articulate, very outspoken. And so his acknowledgement of her comment it you know because he has such a large following, it caused people to take an interest in who she was and to what she was saying and and um, you know it it, it turned it, it avalanche. Yeah, <laughs> it went from a snowball to an avalanche.
2: Well, I think it. So, I wow. think it's because they might be concerned that it it le- might lead to an avalanche of people thinking independently.
9: Yes, you're absolutely right. And it, when you think about it. They're trying to find something derogatory to say about both of them, and all they did was tell people, listen, uh, make up your own mind, and like you said, think independently. Don't let other people manipulate you into uh, going along with the masses. These are things we tell our children in school. You know, don't follow the crowd. Don't let anybody else make your decisions for you. Don't let anyone else make your choices for you. And then when we have those that – subscribe to that thought process, they're vilified. You know, one thing about the left, the left is okay with you having free speech, free thought, free expression, as long as it lines up mm-hmm. with their narrative, or as long as they agree with it. But the minute you don't agree with them, or the minute you are a Trump supporter, then all of a sudden they want to suppress your right to speech, thought, and expression. It's, it's crazy.
2: Exactly. In fact, Herman Cain was one who, who, who uh, years ago equated it to... Today's modern plantation. And that's one thing that got him, you know, so much in trouble. And I think that Candace Owens, you know, she even went beyond, though, and so did Kanye talking about – thinking independently, she actually riled people up because she said, hey, wait a second, you know, progress isn't skin color. Progress is jobs. Progress is, you know, more people owning homes. Progress is actual real economic results. It's not skin color. You know, and she she said to some people at one point, you're not victims just because of your skin color. Okay, so that that's some speech that really upset the left because they've got to continue to manufacture victims. They've got to continue to tell black people that it is all about color of skin, right?
9: Yes, you have those that they capitalize and they profit from that.
2: And, you know, uh,
9: in in certain respects, when you adopt the position of uh, a victim or you subscribe to victimization, then you are not responsible for your condition. Yeah. And what you're saying is the condition that I'm in economically, the condition that I'm in, and uh, socially or whatever, is not my fault. I'm 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 a victim of circumstances. Mm-hmm. I'm a victim right. of things that are beyond my control, and it alleviates those that subscribe to that victimhood mentality of personal responsibility.
2: Yeah, and uh, that's partly how you know continuing to tell. The identity politics game of the left doesn't just I- I include the black community; it's also women, and it's you know um the Hispanic, you know, and the and the immigrants coming here across the country, uh, the border. They want to divide us up into these groups, tell each one of us that we're victims. Of course, the perpetrator of that is the uh, the bad guys in the equation is the Republican Party, and then they you know pretend that they're going to save the victims with some type of entitlement program that just has kept. If you look at the War on Poverty, nobody, no, but no. Not one of these groups is any better off with any liberal policies. And that's where Kanye got into some trouble because he's like, look, after eight years of Obama, you look at Chicago. The black community, in particular Chicago, is no better off.
9: He's right. And, 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 and you know, our prior president got an eight-year pass from our community. Uh, he didn't accomplish anything nothing of substance for our community. And, you know, they, once again, there's silence uh, regarding that fact. And if anyone criticizes that is of the black community, you're looked at as a traitor or, or uh, a sellout or whatever. Well, yeah, you but look it, at the way it, Diamond is so... Right. This, Go ahead. Yeah, this, I did, you know, one thing I said, and it goes back to something you just said. The black community was not given an intellectual reason to not vote for Donald Trump. Women, Hispanics weren't either. What we were told was, the black community was told, he hates you,
5: mm-hmm.
9: so don't vote for him. Women were told, well, he's a sexist. He's a misogynist. He objectifies you, so don't vote for him. Uh, Hispanics were told, he looks down on you. He, doesn't, he, he rejects you. Don't vote for him. And so were, these were all emotional reasons. They, mm-hmm. were, they were, were arguments given to arouse emotions. To cause us to make decisions from our heart rather than our head. Now, the male white man was not given that. The male white man was given uh, intellectual reasons or economic reasons mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, you know, they were, they 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 had a different uh, narrative. You know, they were told about well, he'll make the stock market crash or yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's going to be bad for the economy or foreign relations. Mm-hmm. And and so you know, if you look at it, and so we were played for suckers. Yeah. Because, yeah. You know, it, it, it hurts their argument if, if we find out, no, he doesn't hate you. No, he doesn't objectify or he's not misogynistic. Oh, he's not. Then that. The, but you told me he was. That's why yeah. I didn't vote for him. And then you look up. He has uh, a number of women and, and uh, leadership capacities in his cabinet in the White House. And, uh, you know, so that dispels that argument. He wants to embrace with the black community. But any person from the black community that tries to engage with him is vilified or crucified. And everyone is not built to sustain that those attacks. They, they, you know, it's not worth it that much to them to say, listen, I have to fight my family. I have to fight my friends. I have to fight my coworkers for this. I don't want to fight for it. Yeah. And so, you know, but I really think that You know, we're chipping away at it. We're making progress. And people like Kanye West, that simply says, he never said, vote Trump. He simply says... I can like who I want to like. Yeah. And well, the way my right to choose who I
2: like and who I dislike. Exactly. And well, he did follow up with it and say, Hey, Obama didn't do anything for eight years. So he's, he's just right. showing that he's an independent thinker. And, and, and what, what I liked about that comment that he made was you want to talk about a non-emotional economic based reasoned, thoughtful argument. There it was, but they don't want to hear that. They only want to hear the emotion based. If they were objective th- right. and, and thinking, they would realize that, Hey, wait a second. If this guy was this racist, misogynist." you know awful dude everybody wouldn't known about it would have been all over the news because he's been one of the most high-profile americans in history and he's run a global enterprise for a lot of years and and if he had been racist in his in in his enterprises he would have been convicted of it he would have been charged with it and it would and it would have come out Uh, in a court of law and instead he was given the naacp award um final thoughts in the 30 seconds we have left with you pastor daryl well
9: i think we're making progress i think that with some of the initiatives that we're going to be uh, uh, unveiling soon, or as far as urban revitalization is concerned, we're trying to put together a summit, an Athletes and Artists Summit on Race and Race Relations, that will be very uh, proactive. It will be unscripted. It will not be sanitized. It will be both sides of the fence, conservatives and liberals. Let's get in the room and let's talk. Let's be respectful of one another. But we're going to get together and engage in dialogue, and we're going to do our best to... Uh, bring some type of harmony. Well, if, you... if the Koreans, if the the North and South Koreans could come together today, and if Little Kim could take the first step over that threshold, then I'm sure we can bring liberals and conservatives together, and have uh, some meaningful dialogue. To affect some positive change.
2: We sure can, but see, the left the left is all about division. They're not about unity, and they don't want to see Trump doing more to unify um, races in this country as well as the left and the right. They don't want to see that because that's what Obama was supposed to be doing, and he didn't do it. Well, thank you so much right. for being here, Pastor Scott. I appreciate it so much, and you have a lovely weekend.
9: Thank you. God bless you.
2: You too. All right, now stay tuned. More Andrea K. show coming up on the other side of the break. Don't go anywhere. Andrea Kay here. We've all heard about the new tax reform laws and the confusions they've created. If you're planning on buying or refinancing, it's a must to create your financial roadmap. And if you need a guide, let me introduce you to my go-to Dave Stapleton of First Choice Loan Services. You've heard of a certified financial planner, right? Well, look across the table and you will see Dave Stapleton, a certified mortgage loan specialist, a certification that less than 5% of loan officers are able to complete. Regardless of how much you have or have not saved to put down, or if you've been through a foreclosure, bankruptcy, or just suffering from poor credit, Dave has the experience and the knowledge to navigate you through the confusion. Dave has been leading families into homeownership for over 2 decades. So start your journey today and call Dave Stapleton 760-815-8987. 760-815-8987 or visit the davestapletondifference.com. That's the Dave Stapleton NMLS And MLS number 248823.
8: I continue to take Androforner and I've maintained my weight at 172. Gained muscle and energy. I'm 63 now and feel better than I have in 30 years.
3: Andro 400,
8: the natural way to increase testosterone, lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great. Try Andro 400, the safe, effective, affordable way to boost
0: your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435.
6: Call AIG Direct now for your free quote. 1-800-930-2646. You could save up to 70%. That's 1-800-930-2646. 1-800-930-2646. AM 1170 The Answer. You're listening to the Andrea
3: K show on AM 1170 The Answer.
2: Welcome back to the Andrea K show. It's Friday Fun Day. The Friday's almost over for me. And by the way, if you guys are gonna be at the family and faith night tomorrow night at the Padres, we're gonna be there. The station, the crew of us, we're gonna be there. We're actually gonna have a booth with our sister Station K praise. So I'll be roaming around. So if you happen to be at the game tomorrow night, look look me up. Post uh, post on social media that you're there. Speaking of being here, it looks like my buddy C V Burton's on the line. He's calling in. One time C V called in, we kinda of, it kinda of got more heated than between me and that Ron Hosco guy earlier <laughs> yeah. in the show. Woo, CV, what's on your mind, baby?
7: I don't know. My son always said that if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. And so that's why I keep calling back, and that's why I like to hang out with the Andrea Kay Show.
2: Well, good answer. You're one smart dude given that answer, baby. Um, so what's on your mind? Seriously, you uh, sounded like DJ Radish said that you wanted to talk about uh, continued spying.
7: It seems to me, I, I listen to Dan Bongino. He, he oh, I love Dan stuff. Bongino. Yeah, and he said that Judge Napolitano was on the Bonarimo show, or however you say her name, and he said that the, the bust into Cohen's office, the raid into yes. Cohen's office, was based on a previous warrant. So that would lead one to think that, what kind of warrant was that? Was that a FISA warrant? Mm -hmm. And if and if uh, Trump is not the subject of the investigation, I mean, uh, the target of the investigation, but the subject, I don't really don't know the difference, quite honestly. Um, Are they still spying
2: on him? Well, that seems like. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that's an excellent question because we now we now know, according to the Federalist Today, Senator Feinstein's aide uh, went and raised fifty million dollars and continued to work with Fusion GPS and Christopher Steele. So, what what how would he be gathering information if there was not continued surveillance going on uh, somehow, some way? Um, so, you know, we also never got any answers as to the unmasking that was going on. Uh, see what if. Daniel Greenfield said last night that the whole point of going after Flynn and Cohen going after Cohen was a way to try to force him. He was the only one with any standing to sue fusion GPS. And what went down with him stopped him from doing that. And, and and, in doing that, it stopped the investigation into the spying. And because they stopped the investigation into the spying, you have to, you have to assume that it's still going on.
7: Right. And what, what kind of spy operation would it be if everybody knew that they were still spying?
2: Exactly. <laughs> if and if
7: Trump knew they were still spying, his guard would be up.
2: Well, yeah, and you, we now have even more Strzok, Page texts that have come out—hundreds, hundreds of pages that were slow walked by the Department of Justice under Jeff Sessions. Straw and Page, who still have secret uh, top secret clearances, so everybody, yeah. including, in, in fact, Susan Rice, McMaster continued to allow Susan Rice and Samantha Power to ha- continue to have top secret clearances. So the systems that were in place, the people that were in place were all still in place. In fact, that's one of the reasons why I'm disappointed with Giuliani for coming in and supposedly his method of shutting this down is by trying to negotiate a sit down. No, he should be coming in and saying, we want an investigation and uh, we want every aspect of this shutdown because it's, it's violation of Fourth Amendment rights, including the illegal spying of Americans, in fact, Comey lied again today and said that the fisa uh the dossier was not a factor in the FISA warrants so as long as this investigation continues, it makes the spying uh, uh the investigation is considered valid, the spying can continue
7: well, I have faith that justice will will be seen, but you know sometimes it gets worse before it gets better, and if they're doing this to the President of the United States, who the hell are we to them? they could you know what I'm saying uh
4: they well, there's a, anybody that yeah. they don't like.
7: And that's what that's what the uh social uh networking giants are doing. You know, they're just stepping on the little guy, stepping on the little guy. You're saying something out of line. Nobody's going to see what you what you post.
2: Well, yeah. And, you know, that's just the social media aspect of it. They, you know. President Bush was was actually president, I think, at the time in which the data mining facility in in, in, uh, Nevada, which cost trillions of dollars, was set up. And it was W who signed the Patriot Act, which should have never been ever been allowed you know i i blame uh, w for a lot of the spying that's going on right now in the data mining of americans he was the first one uh to to uh, appease the islamist by saying well you know in order to spy on you know the the bad guys we've got to allow the spying of everybody and as this was going down with trump and we were beginning to understand the tyranny that was involved here and the illegal spying and the abu- gross abuse of power we still had a Congress that renewed the Patriot Act.
7: Well, picture, picture a giant octopus with uh, all these tentacles coming out. Each, each facet, like uh, media propaganda, you know, the MSM, the uh, social media giants uh, stepping on our First Amendment rights, mm-hmm. and then the spying, the NSA, all these different tentacles lead back to the, to the head, which is the global socialist Date. Yes, and, and they part and parcel of the same monster. Yeah, and it must be killed. It must be slayed like a dragon.
2: Well, ooh, <laughs> CV bringing some dragon energy to the show tonight. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that what a lot of people don't realize, and this is one of the reasons why it aggravates me so bad when the left thinks that they've got the Trump card in the argument by saying, "Well, Republicans are going along with this, as though Republicans yeah, aren't right. a part of that snake that you're talking about." Got to leave so it, it there. Kane, who's on his deathbed. What's that? Hey, wait, your audience to tune in to uh uh
7: freedom on deck yes uh this sunday at three o'clock i'll I'll put up a link somewhere
2: awesome thank you so much for being here cv gotta leave it there because it's now time to reveal the weekly awards on the andrea k show for hero of the week and stink of the week and you know i usually struggle to try to come up with a hero of the week that's usually the tough one for me the stink is usually easy but you know thanks to you guys um Here's the I, – because I always put it out to you guys. It was pretty much split this week. A lot of people wanted Trump because of Korea, which is an amazing accomplishment. Uh, equal amounts of people wanted Kanye West and Candace Owens uh, for their launching of the Awakening. But then a lot of people also wanted Diamond and Silk, all heroes. But they're all runners-up because I have to say that James Shaw – the young man in Tennessee who grabbed the rifle and stopped the shooting at the Waffle House. Not only did he stop the massacre, but did y'all know that he set up a GoFundMe account and he has actually raised $175,000 for the victims? That's a true hero. Um, for stink of the week, this was equally hard because, you know, we kind of had a tie between the British doctors in the UK who maliciously are withholding care. In fact, they came out and said those parents need to change their attitude if they want their child to receive life-saving medical care. This is the de- this is the death panel Sarah Palin warned about. You got that in competition with Comey, who you know who's gone out on a on a circuit that Ted Bundy was it's so sociopathic and manipulative, only Ted Bundy could appreciate that more in terms of what he's done and the stench coming out of the Department of Justice with the head of of Comey Talk about a head needing to be chopped off. I do believe that the restoration of the FBI and really our entire uh, justice system that's run amuck really w- will be when Jim Comey is held somehow to account. Hey, hope you all have a great weekend. I'm going to be right back here Monday with DJ Radish. We're going to be here Monday, 6 p.m. Stay frosty. Have a great weekend, everybody. Love you all. Follow me on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And have a very safe weekend, Patriots. Love you all.